nobody greater, nobody greater. Nobody, 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 nobody. Hallelujah, nobody greater. Hey, yeah, yeah. Nobody greater. Nobody, nobody. greater. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Would you stand with me, please? Amen. Thank you for those of you who shared your testimonies tonight. I just wanted to hear some reports of victory tonight. Sometimes we're strengthened by hearing what God does for our brother or for our sister. We used to have testimony service years ago. We don't, we don't do it anymore um, like we used to. But sometimes it's good to tell of God's goodness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Would you just join hands with somebody if you can? Just lock hands with someone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Tonight, um, you are holding hands with someone who has been under an enormous amount of pressure. You are holding hands with someone tonight who has been dealing with a burden that they have not shared with you, not because they don't necessarily think you can handle it but because they are dealing with some challenges that they don't even know how to describe have you ever been through something that you didn't even have the words to utter how you were feeling inside but tonight you're holding their hand and God has anointed you to touch them and to pray that God would move on their behalf tonight our prayer is not selfish but it is selfless. In this next moment, I want you to pray for the person whose hand that you're holding. While you pray for them, they're going to pray for you that God would give you strength. God would meet your every need. People, it is time to be serious about God. Satan is not playing with us and we can't play with him. We are engaged in battle. And we've got to be willing to fight the enemy. Pray for your brother, for your sister, now, in Jesus' name. Father, it's my brother, it's my sister tonight. I'm holding their hand. God, they need you. They need you tonight. They need you like never before. They need you like the deer pants for the water. Hmm. I don't know what my sister or my brother is dealing with, but God, you know. I pray that you would work in their life and that you would intervene and that you would make a difference on their behalf. Bind the works of the evil one that seeks to hinder and destroy. Give them victory. Help them to say yes to your will and your way. 
God, remove every distraction. Remove every hindrance. Remove every stumbling block out of their way. I pray against every stubborn will tonight. Pray against every ungodly, unrighteous spirit. Every negative spirit tonight. I pray that you would bind it, rebuke it, cast it out in the name of Jesus. Provide healing and deliverance now. I pray even now while we pray that you would begin to work in my brother, my sister's heart. Work on their emotions. Give them a healing. Lift them up above their problem. Above their circumstance. And Father, before I let my brother, my sister's hand go, it's me. Standing in the need of prayer. I need you. I need a miracle. I need a breakthrough. I need a healing. I pray, God, that you would deliver. That you would set free. In my mind, in my situation, in my home, in my body. Work like never before. In Jesus' name, this is my prayer. Amen and amen. I um, want to uh, read something uh, tonight. Um, I always, uh, in my instruction of ministers and persons that are called to ministry, I always uh, like to share that uh, when you stand uh, at the pulpit, it is your job to present your best self and to never expose flaws in your presentation as much as possible. But I want to be honest tonight um, with you. Uh, what I want to share with you um, is something that um, I believe God spoke to me, um, and I just want to drop it in the atmosphere. I may not uh, necessarily... Um, outline it like I would a usual message, but I just want to put this in the atmosphere, and it won't take me long, and then I want to pray for you, and I want to move on, and uh, we'll uh, go from this place. But I want to share uh, this with you from Matthew, the 10th chapter, and I shared it earlier today, but I want to share it again. Uh, Matthew, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. I want to begin reading in the 18th verse. And I um, just want to. And it reads, And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. Um, let me start in the 16th verse. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up in the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. 
This is the word of the Lord, and you may be seated. Um, this is how it came to me, uh, just like this. Um, and, and these words, um, don't think about it. Um, just look at somebody and tell them, just don't think about it. Um, as I forestated, we are um, living in a time, uh, the Bible uh, declares that in the last days that there would be wars and rumors of wars. Um, and we are living in that day. Somebody say that day. Um, and what we discern about scripture is that uh, in many instances, if you are not spiritual in your reading and your interpretation, that's why the Bible tells us to rightly divide the word. You will um, miss uh, the whole message of the gospel uh, because you will uh, be focused on uh, what meets the eye and you'll never go beneath the surface. Um, this is why in so many instances, uh, we can look in scripture and we see that the people of God missed God so many times because they put God in a box. Uh, and they did not expect God to work or move um, in ways that were different than what they expected of him. Uh, many of the people of God missed their opportunity to accept Christ because Jesus did not come in the manner that they expected him to come. Anybody ever read the Bible? If you read the Bible, you would know that Jesus, even though he came to be the king and was the king of kings and lord of lords, he did not come in royal garments. He did not come through royal measures. As a matter of fact, he came through a situation that appeared to be shameful and full of guilt. Uh, yes, uh, he came uh, born of, uh, I won't even say that he was born of a virgin. I'll just say that he was born of a unwed mother. Uh, we know and we believe that he was born of a virgin, but for the sake of this particular point that we are driving home now, he was born of a unwed mother. And we know today that that is something that uh, is taboo, even though in our culture and our society now it is not as taboo or as frowned upon as it was was years ago, but just think over 2,000 years ago, how difficult, how challenging, uh, what scrutiny that young woman must have been under to be an unwed mother when, if you were caught in the act of adultery during that day as a woman, you were stoned and put to death. If you had a child or were pregnant, unwed, your sentence was that you were to be stoned and put to death. And he look and see that Jesus, the king of kings, was born to an unwed mother. What a mess. I want you to know that God works through situations that seem to be messy. God works. I was telling you uh, how I'd been praying. God, give me revelation about 2011. And as I began to study 11, I discovered that 11 represents confusion. 
It represents a state of confusion. I wonder if y'all can help me get this echo out of here. I don't know if you hear it like I do. Uh, but uh, 2011 represents, uh, or 11 rather, represents confusion, a state of confusion. I said, God, how can I present that to the people? We already are going through, and I'm going to tell them that 2011 means confusion. Well, uh, God spoke to me, and he revealed to me through his word that he specializes in working in states of confusion. God has always work through confusion. He is not the author of confusion, but he represents himself through confusion. Anybody know about how God rose in a windstorm? Do you know about that? How many of you know that God has always elevated himself through tumultuous times and through sensitive times, even in government upheavals, God has represented himself. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. It is in the times when we are most vulnerable Vulnerable. It is in the times that we have been, have been the weakest. It is in the times that we have made our biggest mistakes. Is there anybody here tonight? It was during the times of my biggest mistakes that I really learned who God was. That God really presented himself in my life. It was those times that God represented himself and said that I can still use you even though you're damaged. Even though you messed up. Even though you've made mistakes. You're still good. I can yet use you. Yeah, I can get used. You have been marred. You have been messed up. You've been messed over. But those are the situations that God loves to work in. As a matter of fact, I'm reminded of Jeremiah the prophet. Uh, God began to speak and he said, put me down in the potter's house and put me on the potter's wheel. And that's where God shapes us. And before God can shape us every now and then, God has to break us. Mm. Is there anybody here tonight that is willing to say, God, whatever you have to do with me, uh, I'm willing to allow you to do it because uh, I want to become what you want me to be. I want you to produce in me the glory uh, that has been destined for me. Uh, oh my God, yes, I may have to suffer, I may have to go through a little bit, but God, your word gives me to know, uh, according to the Pauline author, uh, that the sufferings of this present world uh, and this time are not worthy to be compared uh, to the glory that shall be revealed uh, in me. Uh, God I may be suffering uh, but as long as I'm suffering uh, in your name uh, I realize that it cannot be compared uh, to the glory uh, to the manifestation of your presence and your power uh, that is going to be revealed in me. Uh, I just got to encourage somebody. Huh? I want you to know in here right now huh, that what you're going through huh, if you'll be faithful and hold on huh, and don't allow it to cause you to quit. Huh, don't allow it to make you break down. Huh, don't allow it to make you backslide. Huh, after a while God huh, is going to produce some glory huh, in your life. Huh? Ah, your story is being written now huh, but after a while God's glory huh, is going to be revealed in your life I've made up in my mind that after all that I've been through I don't want my living I don't want my suffering to be in vain God please show me your glory in my life 
Is there anybody here that wants God uh, to reveal his glory in your life? Uh, well, I got to tell you in here tonight that we are living in a day, uh, not just a physical war. Uh, yes, there is a war going on in the Middle East. Uh, yes, there are rumors of war all over this land. Uh, but we understand that not only are there physical wars going on, uh, Bible also speaks of uh, a spiritual war. Uh, Bible also speaks of uh, a war in the spirit realm. Uh, that's why the Bible gives us a know uh, that we are not in a flesh and blood war. Uh, Bible said that the weapons of our warfare, uh, they are not carnal. Uh, in other words, the weapons of our warfare uh, cannot be reduced to physical uh, or natural means of war. Warfare, huh? But you've got to elevate your mind huh? and put on the whole armor of God huh? because we are engaged huh? in a spiritual war. Huh? We are engaged huh? in a spiritual battle. Huh? I want you to know that the devil huh? has declared a war huh? against the body of Christ. Huh? The devil huh? has declared a war huh? against your family. Huh? The devil has declared a war. Uh, against your life uh, the devil has declared a war uh, against your ministry uh, the devil has declared a war uh, against your relationship with God uh, and he will not quit uh, until he has become satisfied uh, and so the Bible said uh, that since the days of John the Baptist uh, the kingdom of God suffered violence uh, and the violent take it by force uh, what you're going through ain't nothing new uh, but if you're going to win uh, you got to be aggressive at this thing. Oh yes. There's a war going on. And I want you to understand that the things that are going on in your life and in your atmosphere, Bible says think it not strange. The fiery darts that have come upon you. They have come to try you. They have come to determine where your faith is. Uh, they have come to determine uh, what your strength level is. Uh, they have come to determine uh, where you stand in your relationship uh, and in your devotion and in your commitment to God. Uh, we are in a day and a time where the enemy uh, is sending our multiplicity uh, of distractions uh, into the lives of the people of God uh, and even in the church of God. Uh, our first lady told us tonight in her testimony uh, that the church is under attack. Uh, our child of God it ain't just this church uh, but it's every church uh, that has been erected in the name uh, of Jesus Christ uh, our Lord and Savior. Uh, it's every church uh, that is taking a stand in the last evil day huh? for righteousness and holiness. Huh? Every church huh? that is taking a stand to advance the kingdom of God huh? has been under an attack by the enemy huh? and the devil is doing all he can to grip the minds huh? and the emotions of God's people huh? and he's trying to wear you down. Huh? Oh, it seems like it's one thing after the other. Huh? 
The devil is trying to drag you through the mud. He's trying to hit you while you're down. He's trying to take advantage of you. But I come to tell you in here today that just in case you've tripped and found yourself in the mud, don't wallow in it. But you better take strength today. Get up. Don't rub the mud in. Because when you rub it in, it causes a stain. And the stain produces a soil that may not come out. But after a while, just allow it to dry. And when it dries, God's going to allow you to just pluck it off. What you're dealing with right now, when the dust settles, God's going to let you pluck it off. Oh, yeah. Well, I got to hurry up because I just stood tonight just to testify. But I want to let you know in here today that Jesus, after he called his disciples, he called them and told them that I am calling you out of the life that you have once lived. Jesus said, I'm calling you out of your comfort zone. Somebody in here tonight, God is saying that I'm calling you out of what has made you comfortable. I'm disconnecting you from systems that you have been with and I'm calling you to stand independent so that I can produce my glory in you and present strength in you so that can't nobody get the glory but God I need somebody to say ain't nobody God but God I dare you huh, to just point your finger. Huh, just act like you're telling somebody off huh, and say, nobody God but God. Huh, I want you to know huh, that the devil may rage. Huh, he may lift his ugly head huh, in your life, huh, but ain't nobody huh, God but God. Huh, I know they may laugh at you. Huh? The devil may act like he's got the victory over you. Huh? But I can hear Jesus huh? saying, go ahead. Huh? Laugh at me. Huh? Go ahead and say I'm not the one. Huh? Go ahead and drive the nails in my hand. Huh? Go ahead and drive the nails in my feet. Huh? Go ahead and laugh at me. Huh? But after a while you will discover huh? that I I, 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 I will rise again on Friday they might say they got the victory over you on Saturday they might be feasting because they think it's over but just tell them keep your eye on me because Sunday is coming and when Sunday comes I will get back up again clap your hand and tell the Lord yeah I feel God in here tonight. Well, the Bible gives us to know that Jesus called them out. And I, 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 I want to tell somebody that every now and then, God will call you out of one situation so that he can put you in something else. And every now and then you say, God, what are you doing with me? Have you ever been in a place in your life where you said, God, what are you doing with me? God, what are you saying to me? God, what are you trying to show me? Well, I want you to know that God does not always 
always reveal his plan to you. God does not always show you what he's going to do. The problem with us today is that all too often we seek the hand of God. We want God to show us his hand. Show me what you're going to do. Show me what you got to give me. Show me how you're going to work this out. Show me how you're going to change. But God said, I don't want you to seek my hand. I need somebody that will seek my face. I need somebody that will get in the face of God and say, God, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you do it. I'm in your face. And God, I trust you. No matter what, I will trust. Bible said that God uh, I got to hurry up and close now uh, God spoke uh, to his disciples uh, and he said behold I send you forth uh, every now and then God uh, will send you into a place uh, of uncomfort uh, discomfort rather uh, God will send you to a place uh, where everybody does not like you uh, every now and then uh, God will remove you from your friends uh, God will remove you from places uh, where everybody is singing your praises and telling you how wonderful you are. But God will put you in a place of obscurity. God will put you in a place of opposition. God will put you in a place where can't nobody seem to see what you see. God will put you in a place where you can't get nobody to encourage you. God will put you in a place where you can't get nobody to pat you on the back. But it is in those moments where God teaches you how to lean and depend on him. It is in those moments uh, that God begins to say to you, uh, I need you to listen uh, for my voice uh, because it is in those still quiet moments uh, that I will speak that you are my child uh, and I've called and ordained and equipped you. Uh, and what you must understand is that God uh, will put you in a position where he separates you uh, from being codependent and needing to be validated by people. Uh, I'm sick of people. Uh, is there anybody here uh, that's sick of people just like me I'm tired of being in a position where you look for people to validate and lift you up I want you to know that God is the one that calls and when God calls he qualifies God wants you to know that I don't need anybody to validate what I have already ordained that's the problem with us today why we never make it to the success that God intends for us because we're still waiting to see what somebody things huh? and what somebody got to say huh? and what somebody feels huh? why would you put your life and your confidence huh? in somebody that is infallible huh? somebody that is rather fallible huh? somebody that can mess up and make mistakes just like you huh? if you could handle it by yourself huh? you would have done it a long time ago huh? so why would you trust somebody huh? that's just as messed up as you huh? to handle huh? the affairs of your life You ought to just find somebody and just tell them, I hate to tell you, but you just as messed up as me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know you dressed up. I know you looking good, but, but you just as messed up as me. I'm sorry. We all cut from the same fabric. We all scooped up from the same dirt. We all came from the dirt of the earth. We all came. Let, let me tell you something. Ain't nobody better than nobody up in here. 
ain't nothing but dirt. Black dirt, white dirt, dirt ain't nothing but dirt. Jesus said, I put you in a place. Put you in the place where I've sent you like a sheep in the midst of wolves. God said, I put you like a sheep in the midst of wolves. Wolves come to devour. Wolves come to manipulate. Wolves come to take advantage. Wolves come to kill. Uh, wolves look at sheep like prey. Uh, wolves do not see the value of sheep. Uh, wolves are not concerned about the future of sheep. Uh, wolves come to destroy. Put you like a sheep in the midst of wolves. And Satan, the thief, cometh not forth but to kill, to steal, and destroy. Mm. He says, be ye therefore wise as a serpent. And harmless as a dove. This morning I preach, what do you do when you don't know what to do? God spoke to me a little while ago and told me, he said, don't talk about it. Every now and then God will put you in a position where he says, just don't even talk about it. Sometimes the greatest, the greatest weapon that you have is that God has exposed the hand of your enemy. Sometimes the greatest weapon that you have is the fact that God has exposed the strategy of your enemy. I feel God in here tonight. Sometimes we mess up and we forfeit what God has for us because we go and talk too quickly. Uh, we want our opponent to know that we know his hand, but sometimes just knowing that you know who your adversary is uh, is enough just to know that I know who my enemy is, just to know that I know who's against me, just to know that I know your plan. God has given me a spiritual bionic ear. Spiritually, God, handle Shandy. Spiritually, God has turned my ear on. God let me hear the enemy strategizing. Spiritually, God opened my eyes and let me see over into the enemy's camp. Be wise. As a serpent. But don't fight back. Or be wise as a serpent. <laughs> some of the wisdom, some of the knowledge that God has given you, don't mess up with it. Some stuff that God has revealed to you, don't mess up with it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't take it and don't take it and go and bite. Don't take it and go and poison. Don't take it and spread venom. But but use it. For your advantage to the glory of God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there anybody here that decided. Oh, no, 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 no. I ain't going to bite. I'm not about to fight you. No, you trying to make me hit you. 
Anybody, you trying, you trying to make me, you trying to make me go off on you. You trying to make me go pull. I was minding my business. I wasn't messing with you. I wasn't messing with your kids. I, I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't talking about your mama. I wish I had some help up in this church tonight. But I made up in my mind whatever you do to me, I ain't going to fight back. You want to know why? I told y'all the other day. Give me just five seconds. You want to know why? Because I found out that praisers don't have to fight. I need a few folks to go to shout and go to praising God. No music, just go to praising God right now. Just praise him right uh, 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 Praise him right now. I need about five more people to go to praising God right now because praisers don't have to fight. My God. My God. Let me give you five more seconds. Let me just give you five more seconds. Praise us. Don't have to fight. Fight your battle. Sit down. I got to hurry up and close. I got about five minutes to close out. But the battle is not yours. But it belongs to God. Well, whatever you do, don't fight back. He said, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up for counsels, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. Oh, my God. Beware of men, they will falsely accuse you. Beware of men, they will lie on you. Beware of people, they will try to try you and put you on trial. 
Beware of the haters because they will hate you without a cause. Beware because people will hate you because they're not you. Beware, preaching to myself, beware of the spirit of jealousy because jealousy is a nasty spirit. It's a wicked spirit. It's an evil spirit. It's an ungodly spirit. You'll never be able to figure out why people are jealous of you. Doesn't matter what they have or what they don't have. If jealousy has attacked them, they will come after you and they'll come after you for blood. Jealousy is a nasty spirit and it's right up in the church. No, I'm preaching tonight. It's right up in the church. It's a nasty spirit. It's a spirit of divination. It comes to attack brothers and sisters. It comes to separate because the devil realizes that there is strength in unity and he comes to divide and conquer. If he can tear, oh my God, if he can tear the church up, if he can split the church, if he can divide the church down the middle, then he can conquer. But there ain't going to be no split in the house of God. Before John to the end, said they'll try you in their synagogues. In other words, they'll try you right at church. Whew. Oh, yeah, it used to be that we heard about this stuff in the world, in the streets, but stuff in the church is resembling stuff in the world so strong until there's almost no difference between the church and the world. You know, you, have, you used to have to deal with some things in the streets, but you didn't come in church to deal with the street stuff in the church. But it's a streety spirit that has introduced itself right up in the church. Folks will fight you right up in church. People will lie right up in church. People will work against your manipulation right up in the church for a position. Fight you to see who's going to be over the choir for a position that is supposed to be about lifting the glory, the name of God. Oh, my God. It's so position driven. It's sickening. It is sickening. And please let me interject and say that I don't need anything to validate who I am. Before the foundation of the world was laid, God already ordained who I would be. I am somebody, not because you said it, but because God said it. I was a prophet before I was born. I can't get no help in this church tonight. You don't need nothing to validate or to build you up or to boost you up. You are who you are because God said it. Trying to help somebody in here tonight. He said, for it is not. He said, rather, he said, you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. God is getting ready to put a word in your belly. God said that this is the time that I've called for some people that are willing to stand up and say, for God I live and for God I die. God is looking for somebody that will say, God, I've been through the muck and the mire. I've been through adversity. I've been through trial and tribulation. But if you can do anything with me, God, have your way in my life. Do I have a yes, Lord, church in here tonight? 
Ah, he said, but when they deliver you up, take no thought. Mm. Mm Take no thought how or what ye shall speak. For it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. I'm done tonight. I just came to tell somebody, whatever you do, don't think about it. Uh, Yes, there is a spirit of distraction that has come in that is trying to distract and hinder us from being about the purpose that God has called us to. (laughs) But I want you to know in here tonight that God has already charted your course. God has already spoken his word over your life. God has already declared that you will be victorious. And what you are dealing with and what you are faced with right now in your life it's just a test. God is trying to see what is in your heart and what you're made of. It is just a stepping stone to the next level. And I just want to tell somebody in here that God is getting ready to promote you to another level in him. God is getting ready to take you to a new dimension in him. God is getting ready to take you to a new place in him. And the devil is intimidated. He is threatened by you. And the devil will try to do whatever he can to make you be anxious and cause you to worry and cause you to be stressed out about the things that have been presented in your life but I I, I, want to tell somebody in here tonight that you don't have to worry about how God's going to do it you don't have to stress yourself out thinking about how it's going to come to a close all you've got to know is that God is not a man that he should lie neither is he the son of man that he should repent if God said it he will make it good if God spoke it he will bring it to pass don't worry about what's going on in your life just know that according to the apostle Paul we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and are the called according to his purpose I know the devil's been trying you I know you've been dealing with problems in your home problems on your job problems in your mind problems in your finance but I come to tell you that it's getting ready to work for your good I come to tell you that whatever the devil meant for evil he tried to destroy you he tried to kill you he tried to depress you he tried to discourage you he tried to make you quit but I come to tell you that it didn't work what the devil meant for evil God got in there and he made it work for your good I know that we are happy about the Green Bay Packers on their way to the Super Bowl we've got a reason to celebrate as people from Wisconsin but one thing I love about the game of football is that every now and then when one team look like they're on their way to victory and the ball is in midair and nobody's hands are on it and from the looks like of it it looks like there's going to be a point in the favor of the opposing team but every now and then 
there will be somebody uh, from the other side uh, from your team uh, that will jump up in the air uh, grab the ball uh, and run in the other direction uh, they call it an interception uh, well I just come to tell you uh, that God's getting ready uh, to intercept the plan uh, of the enemy uh, and he's going to make it work uh, for your good uh, instead of making you worse uh, it's about to make you better uh, instead of killing you uh, it's going to add a year to your life uh, instead of driving you crazy uh, it's going to make you stronger uh, for we know uh, that the sufferings of this present time uh, are not worthy uh, to be compared uh, to the glory uh, that shall be revealed uh, God is getting ready uh, to reveal glory uh, in your life uh, I know it's dark uh, I know you can't see uh, I know you don't know uh, what's going on uh, but we know uh, that weeping may uh, endure for a night uh, but joy uh, cometh in the morning uh, and if you be tried uh, in the fire uh, and don't go crazy uh, don't don't lose your mind. You'll come out like pure gold. You'll come out with a praise. You'll come out with a testimony. You'll come out as a miracle. I am a miracle. Tell the devil what you meant for evil. It didn't work. I am a survivor. I'm not crazy. I've got a sound mind. I'm not scared. I'm not afraid. Because God gave me power, gave me love, and a sound mind. I'm walking through the truth. I'm leaping over the wall. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm coming out of my trial. I'm coming out of my storm. I'm coming out of my test. I'm coming out of my situation. I'm going higher, higher in God, higher in the anointing, higher in the word, higher, 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 and later in the midnight hour. God uh, gonna turn around. Uh, he's uh, gonna work uh, in my favor. Uh, I'm blessed uh, in the city. Uh, I'm blessed uh, in the field. Uh, and no uh, weapon falls uh, against me uh, shall prosper. Uh, every tongue uh, that lies on me uh, shall uh, be condemned. Uh, I've uh, got the victory. Uh, shout yes. Uh, Shout yeah, shout yeah, shout yeah, yeah, it's getting better, the storm is passing over, yeah. So I made up in my mind that whatever my lot. God has taught me to say, I ain't gonna complain anymore. I ain't gonna worry no more. I ain't gonna cry no more. I ain't gonna stress out no more. But I 
cares all my cares on God because he cares for me and God can handle my problem better than I can I know that God has anointed me and he's anointed you and the devil is intimidated by your potential If he can get you to quit right now, so much advancement for the kingdom of God will be hindered. I made up in my mind, Charlotte, that I've been through enough hell and high water. I've been through enough trouble in my life that I didn't come to where I am right now to quit and throw in the towel. But I made up in my mind that wherever he leads, wherever he leads, if he leads me through the valley of the shadow of death, as long as God is with me, goodness on one side, mercy on the other, and they're following me all the days of my life, I ain't got to worry about nothing. Because it's about to get better, better, better. All right, I'm going to quit. But I got to tell you all again, just in case you don't remember, failure ain't an option. Just look at somebody and tell them failure is not an option. I decided I ain't going to fight back. Let the liar keep on lying. I always get in trouble when I preach like this, but I ain't said it in a long time, but I'm going to say it tonight. God will cleave every liar's tongue to the roof of their mouth. Let the liar keep on lying. Let the hater keep on hating. Let the cheater keep on cheating. Because after a while, God's going to expose the hand of the enemy. decided I'm quitting and I just need I need a church that don't need to be pumped and primed I'm tired of pumping and priming I preach three times every Sunday and sometimes four uh, this is my fourth service today but I was made for this if I thought y'all would sit with me I'd take a sip of water and I'd preach some more but I got to quit but I want somebody to take my attitude. I got an I will attitude. You tried to stop me. You tried to make me quit. You know what, what you did? Instead of stopping me, you made me 
have a greater determination. You wanted me to quit? Oh, that's what you... Oh, you tried to make me quit? Oh, you tried to make me depressed? Oh, yeah? Huh? Matter of fact, what you did was you made it possible for me to have a praise on a whole nother level. I've been praising God like I'm losing my mind, like I'm going... I gotta... I didn't have to tell you what I was going to tell you. somebody to honor that he can put on the front line. God is looking for somebody that his glory can be revealed through. God is looking for somebody that he can put on the front line of the battle. And I believe that there's somebody here tonight that said, God, you can use me. God, you can use me. God, I messed up. God, I ain't perfect. I ain't all together. But God, I don't know what to do. But whatever you lead me, however you teach me, I'll do it. God said all you got to do is praise me on the front line. Get on the front line and praise me and I'll show you how. a war going on. I'm trying to tell you there's a war going on. And in this war the only way we're going to win is if we praise. 
See, the devil is trying to distract us from praising God. He's trying to stop your praise. He's trying to interrupt your praise. But as long as we praise God together, as long as we praise God, let me tell you, you want to know why? You want to know why they put a front line in the battle? The front line is the first line of defense. It's the first line of protection. Those that are on the front line are the people that protect the investment of the city. The people in the city that can't fight for themselves. There are people in the city that can't pray for themselves. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. I feel this. There are people in your families. There are people in your families that can't fight for themselves. They don't have a God-like relationship. But God is positioning you on the front line. You want to know why the devil is fighting so and don't want the church to advance? Because somebody in the city needs to know Jesus. And if we can get in the church and be fighting back and forth over who going to be the pastor, who going to be over the choir, who going to lift the offering, then somebody is on their way to hell while we fight. And he got us going to hell right along with them. Because we got divination in the church. But those of us who are on the front line, when we praise God, we are setting a strategy so the enemy can't get through. Your praise produces a cloud of glory that the enemy can't penetrate through. That's why the Bible says, he who dwelleth in the secret place. You want to know why they call it a secret place? Because the devil don't know where it is. As long as you are carnal... As long as we are operating in our flesh, the devil know right where we are. But when you get spiritual and get in the secret place, the devil can't find This is my last call. I want every frontline warrior to give God your best praise like your life depends on it. And make the devil know that we ain't giving up no ground. Everybody praise God. Everybody praise God.
tonight just come quickly real quick real quick we're still praising them we're still praising them we're still praising them we're still praising them come on and praise the lord come on and praise them come on and praise them come on and praise Just keep on praising him. I can't labor with you. Keep on praising him. Go your way, Richard. Go your way, Richard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
for your glory, for your glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come quickly, come quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for your glory. Thank you, Father. Hand up, Lord, Yeah, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For your glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you. 
can go to the next level in God. I don't care. You may be saved. You may be a Christian confessing. But tonight there's something in me that I got to get up out of me so I can go to the next level in God. If that's you tonight, I got to pray for you. This is the last group that I'm praying for. You've got something you got to get out of the way. If it's a habit, I don't know what it is. But you've got to get rid of it. Don't be ashamed. I got to pray for you tonight. I got to pray tonight. Just come here. Come on, I got to get it up out of me. I know I've been called. I know that I'm anointed. But I got to get it up out of me. I know I got a purpose. I know I got a calling. But I got to get it up out of me. I gotta go high. I gotta go high. Lord, I gotta go high. Come on, I know. To be honest with you, there's 10 more people. 10 more people here. There's something in you. You gotta get it up out of you. I'm waiting on you. I'm gonna wait. 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 There's four right there. There's six more people. I gotta get it out of me. I gotta get it out. There's five more. There's four more. I gotta get it. I got. I got three more. I gotta get it out of me. I know you're here. Ain't no need in us playing and pretending. 
Let's stop trying to fool these church people. They don't got heaven or hell to put us in. They didn't call us. I got to get it up out of me. I got to get free tonight. Guess what? I'm on the altar too. I'm on there. I know bullshit. I'm on the altar and I'm the pastor, but I got to get it up out of me. Woo. If I'm not gonna lay hands on all of you. I've already laid hands. Lay hands on all of you. I've already laid hands on all of you. I've already laid hands on all of you. Oh, run the diddy and another low, man, they did the ocean. You know, my Saturday, a candle. The diddy, my man, it did the ocean, though, my daddy did the unsee. The bar, the diddy, and the bar, my cousin. The bubble, the diddy, and the diddy, and the diddy. Who, my daddy, did the other? The diddy, my daddy, and the other, the other, the other, the other, the other, the other, the there's three more there's three more there's three more the Lord said there's three more there's three more you got to get here quick you got to get here quick you got to get here quick there's three more there you go there, there's three more there's two more there you go there you go I'm waiting on somebody else you got to get here you got to oh, Slip your hands. If you can, slip your hands. This is, this is what I did. This is what I want you to do. Slip your hands up. This, this is the clarion call. Tonight, I'm going to pray, but you know what? Before I do that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lead you in a prayer because you, you, these are people on the altar. You know God already. You know God. You've already walked with God. You know how to talk to him. Otobo shando la boshete, hando boshi kando boshando, yetobo otando boshah. You already know him. I want you. I want you to take one minute. I want you to talk to God. You know. You know the area in you. Right there. Don't you worry about nobody. You talk to God on your own. Just take one minute. You tell God. God, you know where I am. You know what I'm dealing with. You get it about me. 
God, you forgive me. You wash me. You purge me. You talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Where you are. You open your mouth and talk to him. Open Open your mouth. You talk to him. Come on. Get, get, get real intimate with him. Get real intimate with him. Oh, my daddy. Oh, my You talk to him. You talk to him. God, I need restoration. I, I need restoration. I, I'm coming back home, God. I'm coming back home. I'm sorry. I ain't going to do it no more. I ain't going to walk away no more. God, I'm not going to walk in pride no more. I'm not going to walk in my flesh no more. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And I'm in full effect. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for hearing our prayer. I thank you for forgiving us. In the name of Jesus. Now, now while your hands are slipped up, if you can lift your hands. While your hands are lifted, I'm getting ready to pray. And there's an anointing. I feel a strong anointing. I feel a heavy anointing. Michelle, I feel it in here for breakthrough, for deliverance, for restoration. I feel a heavy anointing. A heavy anointing. God is birthing. God is literally birthing ministry precious in you on the altar. God is literally pushing you to the next level in him on the altar while your hands are lifted I'm going to release a prayer in here and when I say amen the glory of God is going to be released in here God's going to touch you God's going to anoint God's going to strengthen you right where you are you are going to feel the power of God I'm not going to lay hands unless the, unless the Lord give me to lay hands on one or two of you I'm not going to lay hands I'm not going to lay hands I feel an anointing the power of God when I say amen I, trust me the power of God is going to overshadow you. The power of God is going to overshadow you to the point that you become physically weak. To the point that you become physically weak. But in your weakness, God is getting ready to put strength in you spiritually. From the pit of your belly, you're going to feel something. A surge from the Holy Ghost. All you got to do when I say amen, I'm going to ask God to breathe on you. And while the breath of God breathes on you, you're going to receive the anointing of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, these are your people tonight. They're running back to you. God, you've anointed them, you've called them. You've chosen them for a certain assignment, for a work in the kingdom. The devil is mad, he's angry, but he has lost the battle right now. You've given them victory. I pray, God, that you would reclaim them, that you would give them strength, that you would bring and work total deliverance in their life, work inner healing in them. Oh, my God. God, work an inner healing in us. Hey, oh, my God. Heal us from the damaged emotions that we suffer. Heal us from the pain of our past. Heal us. Oh, God, make us whole.